Hi, moms. Welcome back to another episode of the Vibrant Mothers Club podcast. I'm Chandler, your host. I'm really pumped for today's episode. We are talking about alcohol and motherhood. It's kind of an intense topic, but I think it's a really important one to talk about. We talk a lot about toxic mommy culture and hot mess motherhood here. And I think this is often overlooked and it's really sad because, well, we'll get into it in a little bit, but it's it's a big topic and it needs to be talked about more. So alcohol and motherhood is becoming a huge issue today. It's really just kind of become acceptable and even joked about. Um, there are so many Instagram accounts, memes, etc., about mommy needing her vodka, and it just goes right along with this toxic mommy culture movement that we talk so often about here on the podcast. I'm going to quote some examples I found from an article on today's parent. The most expensive part of having kids is all the wine you have to drink. Motherhood, powered by love, fueled by coffee, sustained by wine. I can't wait for the day when I drink with my kids instead of because of them. I want my kids to be good at math, but not so good that they can count how many glasses of wine I've had. Technically, you're not drinking alone if your kids are home. Okay, so if there's any if there's any question of what exactly I'm talking about when I talk about alcohol and toxic mommy culture, those are your examples. Okay. Um, I think alcohol is highly idolized in American culture today, especially in mothers. The whole hashtag wine mom thing. Uh, we fight for that one glass of wine a day we were allowed to have in pregnancy. There are alcohol strips to test your breast milk to make sure you don't have too much. Um... The first thing that we want after we give birth is a beer. Give me my beer. I I need my beer. When did alcohol become so important to us? And I know maybe a lot of you are thinking, or maybe you're not. I don't know. I don't know what you're thinking. (laughs) But some people might say, it's a joke. And I think this argument is so interesting considering that we live in a world where we are actively realizing that not all jokes are funny. There are disclaimers. There's political correctness. There's cancel culture. If you say jokes about other more vulnerable populations, you get canceled. But when it comes to children, We as a society do little to nothing to protect the most vulnerable. And you might say, how how can you say that? How can you say that in society we do nothing to protect children? Okay, maybe we don't do nothing, but let's look at the enormous movement of people who not only believe abortion should be legal, but it's an acceptable thing to do. There's even movements to shout your abortion and be proud of your abortion. Now, if you make a joke about needing a glass of wine after a tough day with the kids 
am I saying that you are advocating for abortion? No. But what does this say? What does this say directly or indirectly to your children? That you need a drug to relieve yourself from the stress that they cause you. That they are such a burden to you, a drain. The more I realized this, the harder it became to even pretend to laugh, just to be polite at these kinds of jokes. It really, really disgusts me. And I think it's a very slippery slope. And it's really scary how acceptable it is, even in some Christian communities. I believe a lot of people are budding alcoholics or alcoholics, and they don't even know it because they think it's normal to need a drink or a few drinks at the end of each day because it's so widely accepted. No one's going to question it. And here's the thing, and I feel like I sound like a broken record, especially to people that really know me, like my husband. Okay, maybe something is quote-unquote normal, but that's not the standard that I'm going for. I don't think that's the standard that you should be going for, is normal, okay? Here on the podcast, I really encourage women to give your child the gift of a sober mother who can properly deal with her stress and her emotions, or better yet, get to the root cause. Why are you so stressed out? Let's tackle that instead of covering it up with alcohol with food, what have you. We'll talk about solutions um, in a little bit. I'm mostly just bringing awareness to this right now. And I'm not saying that you can never drink alcohol. Um, I try to keep things as biblical as I can here. And while the Bible does strongly warn against drunkenness, it encourages sobriety, sober-mindedness. It doesn't ever technically say, don't drink alcohol, as far as I know. Um, and uh, I know lots of Christians who drink moderately. And, you know, that's a, a very personal choice that you have to make. And I think you have to be really honest with yourself. And look out for justifying your choices. Um, I am doing an episode on that in, I think, next week on justifying your choices. I think it's a red flag. And I think this can be a really good indicator of, well, maybe I don't need to drink or maybe I don't need to drink as much. Um, And that, okay, we're going to get into solutions here. So, because I try, try, you know, I don't want to just leave you hanging with, this is a huge problem in society. Okay, bye. You know, I I like to focus on solutions here on the Fiber Mothers Club podcast, but this is really tricky because I think it's so different for every mom and there's not one solution to this rampant societal issue. Um, 
we're not we're not going to take a deep dive into solutions, but I do want to offer a few places to start. Now, of course, I am not an expert with, you know, really anything, but especially not um, when we're talking about alcohol problems. If you truly think or know that you have a problem, please seek professional help. Um, but I think that a big solution is simply awareness. I'm really big on living out my beliefs. And I think a good place to start is how we talk about our children. Let's treat them with respect, not as burdens to ourselves or others. Children are a literal gift from the Lord. And it can be tough when our friends say jokes and we don't want to be rude. But work on being bold for your beliefs. And and the cool thing about this is when, when you know, let's say this happened to me the other day. Someone, I was at the store and an old man, you know, he was very sweet. And I know he didn't mean anything by it, but he he made some comment about, my hands being full or, you know, among those lines. And I just said, oh, she's, she's a great joy to me. She's a a tremendous blessing. I love her. And by doing that, not only are you, you professing to the world how you feel about children, you're also kind of reaffirming it to yourself that that's how you feel about your children. Um, this is why I think living out your beliefs is so important because if you just live in your head all day, all the time and not actually act it out, you're going to feel like a fraud, you know? So if in your head, you're like, you, you know, in your head that, that children are a blessing, that God gifted you this child, that thousands of women over the world would, would die for a child that you have. And then and yet your actions reflect something different. You you drink because you're stressed out by your kids. You're, you know, you're always anxious. You're always irritated with your kids. Um, you're, you're not going to feel aligned with your beliefs. And so that's a huge reason that I, I tell people, be your beliefs, especially as a mom. And you don't have to start a riot, you know, um, when, when people say, make rude comments about children, um, but just kind of redirect or politely say, oh, I love my children. They bring me so much joy. Um, and then of course, I think it's, I think, um, this is talked about a lot in AA, uh, that drinking is, I mean, obviously it can be genetic and you can have predispositions and things, but there's often a root cause of drinking problems. Alcohol is a numbing agent. Um, I have found that with, with myself in the past. For some people, it's more of a bad habit that could potentially become a problem, but isn't quite there yet. I think that's kind of the path that I've been on before in my early 20s. Um, a lot of us never learned how to feel our feelings and a lot of us can't deal with social discomforts or any discomforts. A lot of us want to just 
quote unquote, take the edge off really intense feelings. Maybe you feel extremely isolated as a mother. Maybe you suffer from depression. Maybe you have an irritability problem. These are really good places to start to unpack and ask why exactly. Seek other solutions. Learn how to sit with uncomfortable feelings or to relax in healthier ways. I know this is easier said than done, but I promise it's so worth it to not be dependent on a substance, food, or anything else. I am relearning this in pregnancy. I will openly admit um, that social drinking became a kind of gateway for me. Um, It just, you know, I'm a little bit more of a shy person and drinking helped me break out of that shell. It did. Absolutely. Um, And of course, I'm pregnant and I can't do that. And I have learned how to have a good time, how to have conversations at parties, how to be social and laugh and be silly and goofy without alcohol. I've proved to myself that I can do it. And it's the coolest thing ever because I now know I don't need alcohol, you know, and I don't believe that you need a pregnancy to prove that to yourself. Um, I think you can just do it. And, um, but anyway, like I said, always seek help, (laughs) always seek professional help. If you, if you feel that you need it, I never felt like my drinking problems ever got to that point, but, um, this is a huge issue and I'm going to keep this short and potent. (laughs) Um, but let's talk about it more. I plan on definitely unpacking it more in the future. Um, it's, it's huge. It goes totally hand in hand with the toxic mommy culture movement. And I'm not saying that if you struggle with an alcohol problem that you are a toxic mom by any means, but I just wanted to talk about alcohol and motherhood. And anyway, I hope this helped. Have a wonderful rest of your week. I'll talk to you all soon.